Hello, my loves, and welcome to this episode today, which is all about healing our relationships with our sexual selves. And we are going in with a conscious couple and what their perspective is around healing your relationship with your sexual self, but also with each other. It's such a great conversation, so I'm so excited to share this episode with you. Before we launch into it, I'm so excited to share that I am moving my Indonesia Heal and Restore Retreat to 2023. I was feeling for quite a while like it wasn't the right time. It just felt like energetically that I needed to shift it. And I feel so excited about it. Uh, There's a few women who have signed up to this women's only retreat already. Um, So if you are interested, then it's running from the 15th of July for six nights. It's going to be a beautiful space to reconnect with yourself, but also with other women to have that sense of healing, but also that sense of adventure in Indonesia, in Ubud, overlooking the jungle. It's going to be amazing. So go and check out details on my website, thespiritualpsychologist.co.uk. Make sure you put your deposit down on your favorite room um, and get booked on. Okay, sending you all so much love and I hope you enjoy this fabulous episode. Hello everyone and welcome to another beautiful episode. I'm so excited today to have Catherine and Neil. So Catherine is wild woman and mama to Gayam, who's her three-year-old daughter and she supports women to heal their physical and mental false beliefs and she's a breathwork mentor, mentor and she's going through lots of transformational change in her programs and offerings at the moment. So I'm sure we'll hear about that towards the end of the podcast. Um, And also we have Neil, who is Catherine's partner, who's heart-led man. He's the director of the Sacred Sons, which which redefines what it is to be a man in this modern day world based on vulnerability and authenticity in brotherhood. I first um, heard of you, Catherine, through the Sacred Sisters. Um, and I know we both offer uh, have offered workshops for Sacred Sisters, which is a sacred gathering of sisters across the world online um, through a membership. It's a really beautiful space. And Yeah, I know from there, one of the workshops that I attended with you that you were talking about, um, you know, that relationship with your sexual self, intimacy with yourself, and it was really beautiful. And so I wanted to invite in this season um, a couple's perspective on consciously healing your sexual relationship, you know, as as with yourself but also with each other as parents when you're in a longer term relationship um and how you kind of navigate you know the sexual side the intimacy the things that come up as um as a parent and I I know this journey myself um 
being a parent myself, having being in a long-term relationship, ha- the challenges that can come up. And yeah, I was just so excited to get your perspectives from the conscious um, journeys that you're on. And yeah, welcome, welcome to this space. And thank you so much for being here. I feel so honored. Thank you so much for inviting us. And yeah, I'm just like, moved already by your questions because it's a vulnerable mm-hmm. place you know to to share but for that same reason it's so important uh yes. to share for for everyone that is or in a relationship or pursuing a relationship because <laughs> oftentimes you know i have friends that they're like i want to have a relationship like yours and i'm like just be aware you know like that doesn't mean less mm-hmm. work it means like more work it would, it would be so helpful to know a little bit more about your relationship. Like, when did you meet? And, you know, just to give a bit of context of who you are as a couple, you know. So we met five years ago. <laughs> um, and then back to your first prompt, uh, you know, healing intimacy. And then I'll, I'll tie that into how we met. Um, for me, it's just been defining and needing to continue to redefine what mm. is intimacy and starting to see that intimacy exists outside of yes. the sexual partnership and it exists in every moment, in every breath, and everything that I'm engaged with. So like creating, falling in love with all aspects of life outside of what I when I used to hear that word intimacy, when I used to think about sexual partnership, I used to think about what mm. happens in the bed, so to speak. And then like through getting to know Catherine in starting to have a, a deeper lust for life, a deeper, deeper connection to purpose. Like I started to get intimate with all aspects yes. of my life. And when I'm in that space, when we're in that space, when we're making love to our purpose, when we're making love to our projects in mm-hmm. life, nature, we're also making yes. love with each other. Yes, oh, so beautiful. Uh, I think that was like a huge, that was a huge hurdle for me to come around because as a insulated teenage boy, uh, when I started to build my relationship to my sexuality, I just connected it to what happens with then teenage girls mm. and then women. And I wasn't able to like, transfer that energy into all aspects of my life. And I think, you know, Catherine is like a living embodiment of sexual expression. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I really like saw that at the very beginning and I her expression became a vessel for me to manifest more intimacy in my life. Mm. In our relationship our intimacy is like very wavy. Mm. I would say that we um, go through chapters of, of deep sexual intimacy. There's always intimacy there, but like deep sexual intimacy and then we'll move we'll yes. drift away from it. And then be reminded, of, and and it's important because it becomes the it becomes the reminder for what yes. what is missing. And so, like right now, Catherine can share like where she's at. We're expecting oh, another child, and, and so with those emotions and feelings, like intimacy isn't yes. so online. I think like there's um, something here. You know, I'm glad you brought that up because it's it brings it back to cycles, you know, like everything being a constant um, death and rebirth. 
And the the conditioning that that we're told, what we're told to, to believe is that you get into a longer term relationship, you get married, you have children, and it's happy ever after. And 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 also there's this, there's another story as well that you know oh you're married and like that's it you lose all kind of intimacy and that sexual desire or whatever it is that that's just gone you know because you've been married for 30 years or whatever so there's kind of like two stories but the bit that is missing is this idea of things can happen that things are cyclical you know that you can go through that life is a wave you know i think you talked about waves or so you mentioned that before maybe about waves and that you kind of have like periods of deeper connection when you're in a relationship but you also have periods where you where you kind of go in your own directions and then it's about bringing it you know bringing it back and finding that connection again and so it's it's just so important isn't it that there there is that 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 myth you know that myth that it's kind of um i guess either all or nothing in some ways is yeah. the, the truth is that it's waves or that there's going to be a constant of anything there's no, there's no constant yes. uh consistency includes ebb and mm. flows you know mm-hmm. peaks and valleys we definitely had that in our relationship, no? Yeah, and 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 to give an example um, that is very relevant about our own processes, that we literally open up and rediscover ourselves constantly, you know, and that is like wild on its own to be in a relationship. We've never been in a relationship this far, like we've never been in a relationship for five years, period. We've never been with someone and we never had kids. So for me, it's like in my past experiences, when I reach a point of like such deep transformations, I would leave everything because mm-hmm. it didn't make sense. Like I am just a different person. So my relationship needs to end. So to be like living a death within a relationship and like completely transforming into a new person within the same container is wild because you're and I always knew this inside of me I'm like if I'm ever in a relationship that is a long-term relationship which is how we see each other you know in a committed relationship not not like it's a changing Mm. system you know individually and then also the container of the relationship is like we're Mm -hmm. changing um periodically um and then it's like wow how to explain that to your partner when sometimes you don't even know how to put that into words about yourself you know like I don't know sometimes you know and then it's like individually we all go through different ways of transformation like I know that me myself like and several like uh, human design people have explained it to me like my emotional makeup is like I need to go through the Mm -hmm. death valleys and rise again like a phoenix like like a complete different person and it seems like these last two years that has been accelerated into many deaths so sometimes i'm like oh okay like okay i arrived at a new place and suddenly it's like boom again i'm like really Mm -hmm. let go again of everything i thought Mm -hmm. i was arriving somewhere and i thank neil because i know 
like I was, we, we've been like exploring a lot lately around like, wow, like, yeah, it is wild to be a woman. And we hear a lot, like, we are a lot, you know, yes. like how many times do you hear in your past? You're too emotional. Like, too you're emotional. too much. Yeah. yeah, like you're too much. Like you're amazing, but you're too much. And it does create like a trauma unless mm. you embrace it. You're both clearly on a on a very conscious spiritual journey individually, you know? So you both have that acknowledgement that growth is inevitable and part of the process, right? So like how do you support each other? What what do you do when you're both kind of going into maybe different directions or you're both kind of dealing with your own personal growth challenges that are coming up you're getting triggered by stuff you're facing your shadows you know how do you sort of um work to bring it back to that set to that space of connectedness and intimacy again i think we're we're dealing with that like right now and forever you know and all i can say is like first of all we're doing it as everybody else is doing it. Like, we don't have, like, oh, I'll give you the recipe. I, I, I think, like, what I try to do is just mm. be vulnerable, you know, with with Neil. And like I said, you know, just we try to, like, for me, what has been really helpful, because it's definitely not how I grew up, is to separate, like, like a, moments during the day where we can get to share, mm -hmm. like, truthfully. And that doesn't need to be, like, comfortable because when you share truthfully, like, oftentimes it's going to be hurtful for the other person because we are human beings and, you know, we cannot be like, oh, I'm so detached, you know. Like, you can have that as an intention, like, okay, I'm going to try to be there. And, again, that's why friendship for me is so important because, you know, if you cultivate friendship, it's like, how can I be a best friend right now and really just listen to what this human being is going through? without my needs to be like, oh, you know, like you need to feel the same way that I do. But again, you know, it's like being, being present and cultivating spaces where we can allow like full mm -hmm. expression and not having it to be like, there needs to be an outcome from this conversation that we actually ar arrive at the end and feel comfortable because a lot of times like, after those conversations, you feel more uncomfortable than before. But it's it's really all about like feeling like feeling heard, being witnessed by the other person through your own process. And for me, that's the key of intimacy, like to be to be held in whatever shape or form I feel like mm -hmm. I am today. You know, because it's so easy to, yeah, I want to share with you about my success, you know, about like what I accomplished in my job or how I feel good about myself because I did this. But then we miss a lot of time in between when we are feeling like I have nothing to share. I feel pretty, you know, like shitty, you know, mm -hmm. I feel I don't feel like I have anything to offer. And then then that is not intimacy because you're not sharing that part yeah. of the human process that's very valid so, and alive mm. within you so do you right? have like a mutual agreement between you that 
that you tr- be as honest as possible in your relationship with each other that there's that i guess it's radical isn't it it's radical self honesty yeah we definitely don't cover up anything you ask the question how do you deal with <clears throat> things as they come up in life and how we relate with each other and i was like that's the challenge for me because as a man as a masculine embodied individual i am in my head about how can i deal right in terms of like there's a yes. problem how can i solve this issue instead of what catherine's saying it's like i just want a friend mm-hmm. who's there to hold me listen to me and allow me to express what i need to express because what we learn through authentic relating with one another is that through the authentic relating we can um come into closer relationship mm-hmm. with one another and oftentimes that authentic relating creates the friction creates the fire creates the allowance yes. for intimacy absolutely through. and like Catherine is feeds the fire when i'm trying to put the fire out <laughs> like i'm like there's the water come on i'll do anything and and it's been a it's been a it's been a ongoing lesson teaching for both of us to meet each other in a space that feels mutually mm. respect respectful like okay like you know Catherine's story may be like cool i've been like you know spitting out fire pretty regularly i need to like tone it back and maybe just retain some of that inside myself and then maybe if that's her finding balance with me and my function like my my finding balance with her and her function is like let it flow let mm-hmm. it allow it in and embrace it but don't absorb yes. it yeah right like my my thing is like it hits me so hard you know when when there's friction there um because mm. i take it personal and i think that is a challenge in relating yes. with anyone is any anything that would come up between me and you if we were relating on a regular basis there would be some element of us taking each other's process yeah. of life personal and so how can we step into the space of like ah i my compassionate heart sees you for your process and i know it's not about me yes. like let me yeah, just be absolutely like that's been one of the biggest like realizations for me on my you know i've had lots of realizations but one of them has definitely been you know when i'm triggered by my partner by my husband is you know it's often not about him it's it's about what it's about my shadow you know it's about what it's brought up for me that's not yeah. to say he's not being a dick <laughs> but the right so there's the, there's the behaviors that we both present with in the in the times when we're feeling agitated or whatever but the the reason for the for feeling triggered within ourselves is our is a le- is a learning thing isn't it it's a lesson around like why am i why am i freaking out about this why am i getting really defensive you know and it it always i think relates or most situations to you know your earlier experiences and your beliefs about what keeps you safe you know so when when you're kind of when i'm triggered by my partner i know that the 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 trigger is triggering something that is that brings up a lack of safety for me in some way 
so then I blow up or I start shouting or whatever it is I start responding in a reactive way sometimes you know and it's the same for him that you know I'll say something or do something and then that triggers a response from him which which takes him to a place of a lack of safety as well and so then it's creating that space isn't it creating that space the thing that i think is very challenging is creating the space in a family you know when you've got young children and there's lots of um you know the day to day like busyness of being a family right being a parent and how you create the space within that and that that's the challenge that i think that's often a big challenge when you're tired you've not slept yeah, you know you just kind of can be in survival mode sometimes i think that we were talking about it recently me and neil because i think like related to what you're saying is like you oftentimes like have to not like as a as a sake of like a comparison but i think it's beneficial to to share like oh this is how i grew up you know like this is how my parents did it and it does affect you in the way that you relate to conflict like i am a latin woman you know like neil is from new jersey you know like latin people really relate to emotions differently and even though so i grew up in a family where again like my parents would run away from conflict mm. or when conflict arises it was just like a boom explosion and the way that i crave for connection is like relating yes. to everything you know like like i crave um relating to everything um and creating the space like you said for for yeah for fire for water for earth and all the elements like and not being afraid mm. of that fire either you know because i tamed myself from the fire because i saw so much mm. fire in my family that i was like i shall never be angry until i recently with my first pregnancy by the way i started like yes. feeling angry and i was like whoa this i've been covering it up for my whole life because i was so mm. afraid of being angry because my perception my judgment of anger was like i'm going to be an ogre like my dad yes. used to be and then i had to like rekindle my relationship with fire and then slowly but surely like even mm. invited into our relationship which for me has been very healthy and even brought up so much alchemy mm. into our sexual life like we went through a big big process actually recently uh like in may that yeah like we really really went through and from my perspective it brought so much healing into our sexuality and i think that's why i'm pregnant too because we've been trying to be pregnant like mm -hmm. for two years and i think like i needed i needed that absolute like let's invite our shadows in the relationship let's because you know i don't know if this is how you grew up but from my parents it was like everything they wanted me to see from them was like mm -hmm. the perfect things and all the shadows was, like let's try to hide yes. them as well as possible So I feel Which like it's so confusing for a child because the child is so intuitive yeah. they see it all. And so like what kind of message are we providing our children if like we used the example yesterday 
when we were talking with each other about how we grew up, and I said, like, yeah, my family was, my parents were very mm -hmm. diplomatic in how they related with each other. So in the diplomatic sense of, like, they would have conversations when there was friction with each other, they would go behind mm -hmm. closed doors when the kids weren't there, like, to hash mm -hmm. it out, talk it out. We never got to see the fire that Catherine mm -hmm. was exposed to. And so, like, that is that was always challenging for me because I, as a son, as a boy, knew what was happening, but my parents chose not to include me in the very conversation that I um, should be, in a way, involved with. So it's confusing. It's like, okay, so when I feel these things, I'm I not supposed to express them. I should go away and do it that's quietly. The messaging. Mm. That's the messaging I get. I need to do it quiet and then return to this relationship and look look a certain part, yes. create the mask, and because the because actual confrontation was not perceived as it was judged yes. as such a bad thing. So what we do, like our conversation yesterday, when it it, it just it, it remained peaceful, but it was definitely there was tension in what we were conversing with. Like that was with Gaim. Mm. she was right there. She was a She's present to mommy expressing her feelings to daddy and daddy expressing his feelings to mommy. And I, I honestly can't recall in my entire life being present to like true, mm. authentic vulnerability and relating mm. to my parents. Yes. Yeah. But I knew it was happening. So it's very opposite uh, shadows, isn't it? So you've kind of had that experience of conflict being hidden. So then like your emotions you're effectively being modeled aren't you like go go somewhere quiet and and express your emotion and then Catherine on the on the other side you've been you've experienced wild emotion you know it sounds like there's some there's some element of chaos and I can certainly relate to that as well and so yeah it's like I can relate to this actually with my my husband as well because we're very it's the same actually um very similar oh, oh. I, it could it could be ma it's also masculine feminine energy like i like this is mm. my playing field right and like Catherine has stretched it out mm. for me right like i, I want to like hang out in this zone that Catherine judges often as neutral um and like through our relating, like, she stretched me out to, like, okay, like, I'll, I'll play with you up here, and we'll play down here, and, and we can build balance in our relationship to meet each other with our needs. But I don't do it like, as a, like I'm testing you, you know, I'm testing you to see if you can stretch. It's just because I am as well stretching. Like, I am stretching as much as I'm stretching you, and I feel like that's mm -hmm. what we do with each other mm -hmm. in different aspects, you know, like, I feel like Neil has stretched me in so many other areas where I used to be like... If you're so authentically narrow, you know? expressing yourself, you're going to naturally stretch each other, aren't you? Do you know what I mean? Well, if we're choosing growth, we have to. If, if we wanted to stay... If we wanted to commit to a relationship where let's stay in this relative normalcy of indifference to what's what could be what could be more growth then we're just gonna make choices mm, that keep mm -hmm. us there like life is a series of decisions that we make and our decision as 
in a conscious relating has been mm-hmm. one on growth. Before we met each other, we were already committed to um, taking responsibility, seeing the external world as the internal world. Like we were already both committed to that path. And now we just like linked up with each other and made a commitment to have a child. And that commitment, I think, is like the foundation for us us continuing to be committed to each other. Um, like a lot of what comes has come up for Catherine, maybe Catherine a little more so than me, is like is the fact that we have Gaim, right, our child, like that solidifies our commitment mm-hmm. to this path with, with each other. And parts of us and otherwise if we were single in, a, in this romantic or otherwise if we were in this romantic relationship without a child parts of us feel like we would have already pressed yes. the eject button yeah yeah going back to that to that same thing i mean me and neil were one of the few people in the planet that their parents are still together and we've been like i've seen my parents going through it all you know like they they show me the fire, but they never sat with me like, hey, I want to mm-hmm. let you know that it's okay to get angry. And there was never an explanation. It was like, okay, like this just happened. So, of course, there was confusion. So, you know, it's normal for the evolution of humankind to be like, I'll keep this in the basket, I'll keep this in the basket, and I'll do this a little mm-hmm. bit different, you know. Like I told you, I was afraid of my fire, and then I'm like, whoa, fire actually is really yes. good for me. As much as I work with women into clearing and liberation like to liberate yourself is to accept all parts mm-hmm. of yourself you know to accept your anger to accept your sadness uh, anything that you are rejecting is like just being so present in your body and i've had to like really like i've been on a journey of healing my womb mm-hmm. and my ovaries uh, my both pregnancies have been like such a major discovery of that and for that same reason like i'm telling you like rediscovering our fire in the relationship and like really bringing in the shadows because we tend to put each other in a pedestal once you become parents it's like okay this is your role you, sh- you shall never trespass the limits of this box otherwise you're in trouble and when we get in trouble with each other it's like again such an opportunity to be like who are you really like besides being a dad and my husband and all of these wonderful things that you are you're also a freaking mm-hmm. human being you know that you are allowed to to make mistakes and you will continue making mistakes and it's not about not making them it's about like really integrating all of this and for me personally like that process that we went through like really open up like these sexual like energies that I feel like I never even had before and I'm almost 40 so the sexual transformation just keeps mm. happening I think like if you are open to these aspects of you like if you're open to your to invite the shadows in i feel that you can really embrace this alchemy that can happen in in sexuality you know like reach these levels of like bliss that you're like oh i'm almost 40 i try it all like it's not true you know mm-hmm. i feel like yeah. that's why they say you know that you know I love this thing that I read from Rising Women or something that is like, wow, like when you pass the honeymoon, a lot of people think like it's over, you know, like you just enter into this blank state of like mm-hmm. boreness that we grew up with, the idea of that. 
But in reality, if you dare to like roll up the sleeves, you know, yeah. as a couple and do the dirty work, you know, like you can actually access like just places that you never even thought, not even like only within the relationship. But I think like naturally now I relate to it like sexually because, you know, sexuality is such a divine thing that it's happening and we've lost contact with it because we just want to bring it to a plate like what we like. And that for me, like, just tames me right away. Like, I just realized. And, you know, it's a path of discovery. Like, I feel like since we went through our process, I'm like, wow, there's so much more to discover uh, in our sexuality, you know, as, as we age. Like, I have no fear of, like, even going deeper um, as we age together and we rediscover, like, life is just going to get more and more complex. But that's how it is, you know. That's, that's how it is. And... It's just like a big puzzle, you know, and I feel like if you accompany the processes with truth, humor is a big part of our relationship, even though we're like super deep, like I feel like we also have like a really silly side that even when we're losing it, because, you know, sometimes we knock on our door like, hey, what's up? Like, we haven't been silly in a while. Like, let's, let's go back to that. Like, it's an important ingredient of our relationship to be able to, to laugh, you know, to have mm -hmm. moments of absolute randomness like it doesn't have to make sense and that also like brings for me i feel for us like mm. like a level of, of like we don't have to take ourselves so seriously like we do oftentimes like in the spiritual path like everything needs to be yes. analyzed and sometimes like <laughs> Yeah, and, and the yogi, the yogi path is is quite dangerous in a lot of ways for our own growth. It, it can be limiting because I just came through like the path of least resistance. Um, I think that's like mm -hmm. Buddha spoke to this, but like that actually is forcing us into that narrative of like, oh, this is just the way it is. Right? I see that with age. It's very easy to get in a place in relationship with yourself and your relationship with your loved one of concluding that well this yes. is just the way our relationship is like we're older now so mm. we don't have sex now we're older now so we don't yes. see each other's as friends yes. anymore we're older now so we don't we don't have mm. as much fun and and it's like the 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 path is that path actually is of leaning into mm -hmm. the resistance like, what are those aspects of myself that I resist yes. wanting to see? What are those aspects of Catherine that she resists wanting to see? And actually, by opening those doors, there's more growth. There's more alchemy in the relationship mm. for, for that leads yes. to more connection. Um, so the path is resistance. But don't get addicted to the resistance because then you're addicted mm -hmm. to your own self. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> how much of the resistance do you want to play with as if you're a magician as if you're you know making that that beautiful making beautiful love to the shadow it's that the the shadow stuff but also yeah being able to play with it you know that it doesn't have to be this serious um doesn't have to be serious all the time does it but you can play, you can play with it in yeah. a fun, in a fun way. Like, oh, here's that that thing that keeps coming up again, you know. 
<laughs> Here it is again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're at the pizza factory with your pizza dough and you're going to move it around and it's going to look different mm. and it will come back. And when and when it comes back because it's always going to come back is like meet it with a loving heart. Meet it meet it with laugh at it a bit before you go in. Because, again, like Catherine said, we can take ourselves mm. so seriously. But really, like, how much longer are we going to be in these bodies, mm. in this experience? Yeah. Like, can we not embrace it with gratitude and understanding that, like, how fragile and precious mm. is life, that that which we're experiencing together right now could mm. very well not be here beyond a certain point in the near future. So let's, like, love each other for what we are now and that includes everything right loving loving i think i think media it, it has indoctrinated us to believe that love looks mm, and feels absolutely. a certain way and it's it stays it stays in that space constantly like mm. no that isn't real love, love it promotes love the stuckness actually it promotes the stuckness yeah. and um yeah rather than a rather than a flow rather than growth it kind of just puts you in like a box yeah well it creates more self-judgment too because it's like oh we're not loving each other because it doesn't look the way that it it yes. looks like on the big screen so then it's just like we're judging ourselves our relationship that it's not mm. enough i mean all the stories are wrapped up yes. into everything but that, like, it's never good enough, everything's wrong, when really it's just, like, our inability to see what is mm. actually beautiful. Yes, that's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing your experiences. And has has this conversation, like, left you with any reflections about where you're at? You know, I'd love to know just talking about it, you know, talking about it in this space, whether it's kind of um, left you with any thoughts or reflections? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like for me, just, and that's the beauty of conversations and community, which is what it, what it really feels like we're doing, right? Just having like the personal conversation with you about it, it just makes me like be the witness also of our own process, mm. you know, of what is really happening in, in our relationship. You know, and like, like Neil said, like the big screen is not only anymore in movies, like it's everywhere because we live in a social mm -hmm. media world mm -hmm. right now. So it's like so easy to jump into comparisons, you know, right away. And hence, you know, I always, Neil is very detached from social media. I work very closely with it. So for me, sometimes like it's so easy yes, to get absorbed in it, you know, it's like it's, it's very positive, but then, you know, it's so easy to drop into like a vortex of like yes. comparison all the time and thinking that there's always something to be done which is also part of like any path honestly even the spiritual path is like there's always a better place to be there's always uh, like something that mm -hmm. needs to be fixed and just to provide some space also within the relationship to be like you know this is our beautiful mess and it's ours so let's enjoy it you know like no no weeds yes. no garden you know uh so like 
to be with weeds in the relationship means that you do have a garden and I think like just by talking about it with you just just make me like reassure that everything is okay that you know even though sometimes it looks messy like that's what we're doing we're we're doing the work you know we're being vulnerable and and if that's that's all we we're doing that it's it's very it's been very beautiful to listen to your journeys and yeah what it's brought up for you and you know thank you so much for being so authentic and um yeah it's like it's normalizing things isn't it normalizing the challenges of relationships and how hard it can be because it's, it's not talked about enough at all um and like you said you know yeah. with the so- social media i i see it so much in the spiritual community actually just this kind of um presentation of these perfect or what looks like you know on the face of it very perfect relationships and i can certainly relate to that feeling of you know oh is there something like you know should our relationship be better or should it be different? And then you're then get stuck in this cycle of like, you know, one wanting to be in a constant search for change and you get swept away from the present, you know, that constant seeking of growth, which is beautiful, but it can take you away from the, the, the beauty of what is there. Like, like you were saying, um, so it's a beautiful reminder, you know, everything that you were saying, like it's such a mirror, <laughs> such a mirror for me as well. Mm-hmm. So I really valued the conversation and um, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And if anybody wants to get a hold of either of you in your in your spaces um, to work with you, to connect with you, what, what's the best, what, what, where are the best places to find you? Yeah, for me... Um, I do have a website, it's called loveliberateyou.com. I am taking some time off from social media, but if you jump on my Instagram, which is loveliberateyou, loveliberate.you, you will have my website and my text, and even there's a link for with, with, with my offerings. I'm being also part of Sacred Sisters, which is where we met. I'm the community manager, so I'm I'm always there too. And for Neil? For me, I'm a little more elusive. Um, I would say reach out to Sacred Sons. Um, It's a brotherhood that is there to connect with you in so many beautiful ways around normalizing healthy masculinity. Um, So we are bringing online and in-person containers together to express our fullest, realist versions mm-hmm. of ourselves to, yeah, to acknowledge that we are imperfect, but we can be imperfect yes. together. And there's a lot of healing in that. So also Neil at sacredsons.com. Okay, beautiful. Me. Thank you so much for your time, for sharing all of your beautiful wisdom and uh, congratulations as well on your upcoming new arrival. <laughs> yeah, thank you. What a powerful episode today. I loved getting Catherine and Neil's perspectives and it was just so healing for me as well 
you know, being in a relationship, a really long-term relationship, being in a marriage and what that brings up. And I loved the honest conversation around this, um, but also that conversation around how you can be consciously honest with each other and the challenges that that brings up as well. So I hope that you have some really powerful takeaways from this episode. And if you found it of value, make sure that you save, subscribe, and also review this episode on Apple. Okay, I will see you soon for the next episode, which will be out in a couple of weeks time.